0: Hey fam, it's Steph. Welcome to another episode of the Pride Potatoes podcast. I really hope you enjoy listening to this interview. Here it is. So, hello everyone. Welcome, if you're watching this from the Twitch stream. Welcome to our Q&A. We have a very special guest today, one of the TikTok trailblazers. TikTok picked 25 people to represent the LGBTQ community, and we have one of them right here with us. Um, Well, we technically have two of them because I'm one of them as well, (laughs) Efi, AKA recovering hetero, almost 200 followers on TikTok. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, thank you. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, I'm ready.
1: Happy to be here.
0: Thank you for, yeah, thank you for taking the time to do this. Um, So just for everyone watching who maybe doesn't know you, could you kind of like give us a little bit of information about yourself, you know, who you are, what's your sexuality, and maybe like, if you wanna share your coming out story.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So my name's Aoife, very close, but it's very hard to pronounce. Um, Aoife, you're good. Um, My parents are Irish immigrants, so that has a lot to do with not only my name, but like how I interact with the world and being an American citizen as well as an Irish citizen. Um, I identify as a lesbian or queer or gay, whatever tickles my tongue that day. Um, My coming out story, God, I was one of the baby gays that just like came out wearing cargo shorts so i like always knew um but i didn't let myself know until i was 14 and um i told a few of my friends and then one of my friends actually told my sister which kind of wasn't cool because outing people isn't cool but they knew that my family was like super super accepting so told my sister and my sister and i were super close and then my sister was just like uh, saying how, like, she supports me and how our whole family would support me. So I told my mom and, um, right before she went to bed and, uh, she was like, "Uh okay. And then went to bed and then came out 10 minutes later saying, wait, did you just come out to me? Like she fully did not believe me, but
0: wow. So you were 14. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I was really young. Yeah. That was five years ago.
0: Okay. Well, awesome. We have a lot of younger kids on here. So, and they're kind of in that stage of like, a lot of them haven't come out yet. So they're, they're looking for a lot of advice with that, which is why I always like people to share their story. Cause it's like everyone's story is different. Okay, cool. So, um, can we, can we start off, I'll start off asking some questions and then I'm going to grab some questions from, um, everyone who's watching this live. So if you guys want to fill out the Google form and ask the questions that you have, I'm going to read those off. But, okay, so I really want to know personally, like, first of all, like, can you talk a little bit about your TikTok? Like, why you started that? And um, talk about the fact, like, why do you think TikTok picked you as a trailblazer?
1: Well, first of all, I have no idea (laughs) why they picked you (laughs) as a trailblazer. I really
0: thought
1: I was getting punked. But because, like, people like you and, like, Shrek's Dumpster and, like, Ghost Honey, I was gagged. When that happened, they DM'd me, I was like, someone, they had, they got hacked,
0: but. Is this a prank, or are, we, are they gonna say psych? Like,
1: literally, okay. I was like, this is a sick joke. But, um, yeah, that was insane. Um, I started making TikToks. I was actually like a, like, oh, TikTok, like, you on TikTok? like you know, which is so stupid. made fun now, of it. Yeah, it was, it was just like, I don't know, I just, I feel like I fell into the whole, like oh that's not cool which is so stupid yeah but um I got on it and I was like oh this is really funny and um I would just like tweet things just like out into the abyss I had like three followers so instead of um tweeting stuff I started making
0: videos of me saying it
1: and yeah that's how I started making TikToks
0: so what would you describe like what kind of content do you make what would you describe your content
1: Um, when I'm not posting things that are directly lesbian content, like I would say all of my content is lesbian content because it's made by a lesbian, like, you know, so like, I feel like we do as a community, not only have our sexuality in common, but I think the trauma (laughs) that we share, like, like makes our humor and comedy very similar. So I think that's why my account has been paddable um compatible with a lot of
0: people's sense of humors okay awesome so you you create content that's really relatable to a lot of people
1: yeah, yeah i like try to be funny
0: you try to be funny okay i think you're funny i think your videos are funny actually you recently had a video that went like decently viral uh <laughs> probably probably too explicit to talk about but that was pretty funny yeah thank you okay yeah. guys by the way the google form link has just been dropped like three times so click on that um should be it should be available there's some people are saying it's not available okay so let me see uh let's get some questions from the chat regardless if you guys can't fill out the google form it's not a big deal just just ask your questions in the chat uh let me see okay someone wants to know this is this is a question that i get a lot how did you find out that you were lesbian
1: i mean as i said i came out wearing cargo shorts so that was a big tell um, I also just, I don't know, I feel like I'm always, well, I feel like I was a diehard butch stone cold lesbian from the ages like one to like six. And then I realized like, oh, girls are supposed to like boys. So then I went full like feminine, long blonde hair, um, until I was 14. So the question was when I found out, Yeah, I think a big part of my story, which is different with a lot of other people's stories, is that um, it wasn't that I didn't know. I always knew. Um, just every time it came to my head, which was constantly, I would not allow myself to think about it. Hmm. So it's like, oh, like a girl is sitting on my lap. I'm like, oh, I really like that. And I'm like, no, what? Like, You know? Or like, I see a pretty girl. I'm like, just like not thinking about it at all. So once I allowed myself the time to think about
0: it, which was when I was 14, is when I realized in a way. So then did you kind of think that it was wrong? Like, like you know, you were trying to suppress those feelings because did you think that it was wrong? Was I like belief? Um, no,
1: I have a gay uncle. My mom has always been very like pro-gay, which even goes to show, um, how hard it was for me. Imagine if I didn't have the support system, I do. So it just shows how important our societal norms and feeling normal, um, makes kids interact with the world. Like I feel as a white woman, I was giving up a privilege of being like heterosexual and just like the normality of it. Um, so I definitely did have to break some barriers and, just, it w- it was very hard to not be normal, I think. But then I just realized that normal is boring and stupid. So, what is normal? Exactly, and like who made up normal?
0: Yeah, you no, know? I probably not wouldn't be normal. Um, so, okay, that's fair. Um, so um, I honestly I ask this question a lot, and guys, I'm gonna get to your Google form. I'm opening up right now, but. What, um, because obviously, well actually I don't know this. So when you were a kid, were you ever, did you have a time where you felt like kind of insecure and really like not sure of yourself or were you always very confident?
1: Um, I feel like I um, was very insecure as a kid. Um, I feel like I've developed a sense of confidence Um, just in the sense that I know, like when I was coming out, I realized that if I came out and I said, I'm gay, like thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you're gonna be more like, more stuff is gonna come to you, like whether it be hate or like disapproval. But if you're like, I'm gay, period. If you have a problem with it, I don't care. Like when you come out with that attitude, like people are more prone to respect that. So I feel like with coming out, um, my queerness was the cause of my insecurity, but it's also the cause of my confidence. So I feel like that is definitely something that um, I'm very
0: thankful of. Okay. So then my question is, because um, that kind of sets it up. So in, in the beginning, you know, you're not necessarily super confident, maybe a little insecure, but now it's like, you know, you're you're really putting yourself out there. You're putting videos like th- hundreds of thousands of people are watching. So how do you build confidence? Like what would you say to a kid who's kind of like, honestly, I'm not that confident, but I really wish I was like, what can I do to kind of help myself become more confident?
1: I, um, this is a question that I asked myself and I actually came to a pretty solid answer. So I'm glad you asked me. Um, what I did was if the thing about it is that we perceive ourselves so much more often than anyone else does, you know, like even your mom, dad, or sister, brother, whatever, like no one's, I mean this in the most like sincere way, but like you are thinking about yourself more so than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. So when I saw some girls looking at me, like maybe like, you know, like I could think that, oh, they hate me. They think I'm ugly. They know I'm gay. Like, yeah, or I could think, oh, they think I'm cute or. Oh, yeah. Literally, they were just like if someone's like whispering or whatever. They could say, oh, like, I, like, you don't know either way what they're going to, what they're thinking, what they're saying, so might as well assume the best, you know? And even if it's not true, you're not going to know either way. So it's definitely just a mindset of thinking, like, the best, being more optimistic about other people's feelings towards you, because they're most likely not going to voice it to you.
0: I like that, you know what, because people always give different answers to that, and I think, that is really important. Like your mindset is very important the way that you're perceiving things. That's awesome. Okay, so let's get let's get to people's questions that they have for you. Um let's see. So somebody said, What are some of your long-term goals? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they go they go all in for this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um wow. What
0: are your long-term goals? <laughs> yeah,
1: literally. Sound like my parents.
0: Um that's the first question we got too. <laughs>
1: I appreciate it. My long-term goals. I mean, I would like to be, um, just an advocate. Um, something that I feel that, uh, you probably way more relate to this, but when I was coming out, uh, I went to YouTube and it was just lesbian couples. Like, you know, like, just like Anything I can get my hands on that made me feel normal or like maybe gave me representation. So I feel very like thankful that I'm starting this position where I'm contributing to that normality and uh, I'm contributing to the representation of a group that is otherwise overlooked by mainstream media. So I guess my main or my long-term goals is to continue that on a larger scale. And it doesn't have to be through social media maybe Like I wanted to be, um, I wanted to go in politics um, in high school and like I've always been a very loud advocate for gay rights and black rights and just all minorities and just like looking at how our society treats them so incredibly poorly. So I just hope I can advocate more. Also make a lot of money if I can, but (laughs) somewhere in there. (laughs)
0: Nice. Yeah, I definitely remember, wa- I, I remember, like, watching YouTube, I remember, um, just watching, yeah, lesbians on YouTube, and I remember just thinking, like, like, uh, Shannon and Cammy. I feel like everyone watched oh. them, and I just remember thinking, wow, like, I wish I could just exist in society, just confidently yeah. be out, you know what I mean? It just seemed like such a big thing, and now it's just, like, well, it's just part of your life, but. No, literally,
1: yeah. um, do you know Amy Ordman? Yeah. Girl, she followed me on TikTok, I literally, like, oh let's go <laughs> that's exciting After it's over I'm locking off but it's just <laughs> it's cool that like like having a platform and making it making a larger space for queer people because we've been put into a small box when we were just like such a like we demand more space than the streets girl you know we need it where okay. where are we gonna prance around if we're in a little closet facts
0: facts Um, all right. They said, they said, um, I would love to Steph, Steph answered it too. Look, this isn't my interview. Okay. This isn't my interview. Um, okay. So next question. How do you come out when you're under 13? Someone wants to know.
1: How do you come out when you're under 13? Well, you got me by a year. So, uh, I think confidence is the biggest factor. Um, it is very like, it is great to talk about uh, coming out and like advice for it, but also like, I don't know your situation and like how safe you are and stuff like that. But what I can say is that confidence is a major factor. Um, And even if you're not confident, neither is half the confident people you see, you know, just exude a source of, or exude confidence and people will believe you Um, just, be sure, be sure in yourself. And as long as you are at a place where you feel confident, or if you feel true to it, and you know, it's you and you know that you are at a place where you want to be out. Just present yourself confidently.
0: That, that, that reminds me of what um, Isabella, aka only Jas like the mm-hmm. psychology chicks yeah. girl. Yeah, she was saying that she's like, sometimes you just have to act confident, act as if you are already confident, even if you're not
1: exactly and also having a um just finding a support system whether it be one person someone online these twitch pride potatoes yeah pride potatoes just literally having a source of community um is very important
0: yeah because especially if you're if your environment at your house is not the best you have to look for other ways to make positive environments for yourself
1: exactly and it's so it's so uh like tangible you can definitely do it without this day and age which I'm very happy about
0: yeah okay someone wants to know of course people always want to know this if you're comfortable what age did you have your first girlfriend
1: I had my first girlfriend at 16 so I actually came out before I ever kissed a girl um all my friends around me so I came out and all my friends were like, what, you never kissed a girl? Like, I've kissed a girl. Like, you know, like literally my straight best friends were saying like, they kissed a girl before me. Ooh. But I, I was 15 turning 16.
0: Yeah. Sophomore year of high school. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And how old are you now, by the way? I'm 19. 19? Wow. Okay. I thought you were in your 20s, but we're not. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let me see. Someone, and this this question gets asked a lot, is there a certain age to know that you're gay or is an age too young to know?
1: Absolutely no. I mean, uh, it, like age has nothing to do with it. And I think that um, that is just one of the, I was actually watching your videos today, I think. And you like mentioned- My videos. <laughs> <laughs> just like around the feed. And I think, Uh, It was responses to, like, common things, like, homophobic things. Yeah. Like, you're too young. Yeah. Like, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, sexuality is not always sexual, you know? Just because you're not at the age to have sexual intercourse doesn't mean that you're not at the age to have, like, romantic attraction. Right. There's no age to be too young, too old, it's just who you are as a person, and the only reason why people come out at later ages is because we have to fight a social norm that has been put on us. So, like, this, I feel that it's so weird because I came out at 14, and I still feel like I've missed so many years of just being, like, proud of myself, you know? I came out, and at, your, I
0: came out at your age right now, at 19.
1: Yeah. See that's crazy. I can't imagine going throughout um high school not dating girls and stuff like that. So it's just it really is just like getting yourself to a point where you feel comfortable to express yourself. And that it doesn't matter what age you are.
0: Yeah, I agree with that cuz it's like if you were to tell your parents, you know, um hey, like I'm straight. They're not going to be like, are you sure it's not just a phase? Like you're that's too young to know that. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like they it's don't true. they don't say that. It's just they only say that because they kind of secretly possibly wish that you weren't you know what I mean so they're trying to kind of like control your thoughts but I 100%
1: agree people just try to set up scarecrow fallacies and they just want to make something it's just like those common responses to like gaslight you really
0: yeah okay so this is a great question and a lot of kids deal with this how do you come out to homophobic parents
1: I mean my parents were always pretty supportive um so that is a whole different um situation that I'm honestly not that aware of um I would say to my experience I would say to the best of my abilities um just try to make your point before you come out and maybe expose them with Alex Burking, sorry. But ex- like expose them to like queer content or like put on a movie that has like a queer because really all it is is that we need to humanize queer people. And I feel like the only in my head, the only thing that makes sense for homophobia is that they don't understand that we are just normal people, you know? So I would say try to lay a base of humanity and try to get them to understand that homophobia is not the wave
0: (laughs) it's awful so kind of warm them up to the idea of you being gay or just warm them up to the idea that you actually support the community because oftentimes you know your parents assume that their view their viewpoints are your viewpoints but I think it is important to tell your parents you know like I understand that you don't support but I actually do support and I know that's hard to say but it's like that is a huge hint dropper right there. You want to drop some hints. Tell them that you support, you know, the community.
1: Yeah. Did you come out to? Were your parents not very receptive?
0: Or my, my well, I grew up with my mom, um, but yeah, she was actually homophobic. I mean, she she used to like not watch a TV show if there was a gay person in it. So like, wow. she was very homophobic, and I was really scared. But it didn't match up for me because she was very, she's like the kind, most like nice person I've ever met. So I was like. I'm scared, but I also feel like you know, I know she's homophobic, but like maybe she'll support me. And by the time I came out at nineteen, um, she kind of like she was kind of like, well, you know my viewpoint on it because she thought it was wrong, but she's like, obviously, like I still love you, you know, you're my child. and but from there, she started like thinking, and she actually ended up changing her entire perspective um, on and her beliefs on what she thought was wrong. And now she's super supportive. She loves everything that I do she like. You know, so it's, like, I also think that there is hope for parents. Sometimes they're kind of stuck in their ways, but sometimes they can change. You know what I mean? And sometimes you are the reason why they do change. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Like, as I said, just, like, shedding light onto the fact that we are, like, just normal people. There is actually a quote from something. I don't know. Um, but someone said, this probably a lesbian on YouTube, but someone said that it took you this long to come to terms with your sexuality, like give people who have a problem with it, like people, your family that mean a lot to you, like a little bit of time, you know? Mm -hmm. Because even my mom who was very um, pro-gay had a moment where she was like, oh, because she was scared about like how the world would interact with my queerness and like how safe I would be. But I was expecting her to be like, yeah, but she was like, oh, you know, so. Yeah. Definitely have to give them a second. But um, I think that in the most part it should work out um, because like love is love. And that goes with like family love as well.
0: Yeah. Give your, t- give your parents a little bit of time and, and kind of keep bringing up the subject too. So it stays fresh in their mind.
1: Mm-hmm. But at okay. the same time, be true to yourself. And like um, as much as you may feel like you need a censor, just like know that in your own time when you're alone. You could be yourself when you're in your support system or with your friends, you could be yourself and then like get to a
0: point where you can be yourself with your parents. Awesome. Um, Okay, let me see. So someone said, I'm not pan, but can pan people still think people are cute or attractive? I think they don't understand what the definition of pan. Could you explain what pan means? I know a lot of kids like they kind of think pan means like something other than what it actually means?
1: Yeah, I don't, don't, maybe they think it's, like, asexual. I think
0: a lot of people, yeah, think that pan means, like, asexual for some reason.
1: So pansexual, I don't identify as pan, and anyone who is pan can correct me, so I don't want to speak too much on it. But um, my understanding of pansexual is that you are attracted to people no matter the gender. So I feel like pansexual is really highlighting the fact that there are more than two genders, and that, like... they are attracted to anyone on the spectrum of gender. So that includes cis males, cis females, also transgender male and females that go under the same male and female, and then um, non-binary, gender fluid. Yeah. More so. Got it. Attracted to people rather than their gender. Their gender is a second thought.
0: Okay. So hopefully that clears it up for some people um let me see how do you okay so this question reminds me of I'll reframe it a little bit how do you deal with people that kind of like like let's just say you're not out yet but they kind of assume that you're straight so they're like ooh, like did you get a boyfriend or like or like oh you think that guy's cute like how do you deal with that kind of stuff because it's kind of like you're not out yet so you don't really want to say but at the same time like you don't you're you're like no I actually don't think that guy's cute yeah that
1: is a very difficult thing uh when I was first coming out um, I, t- I already told like three or four of my friends and then a girl came up to me and she was like, Ifa, you're the straightest girl I know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally like I just came out as gay and someone <laughs> told me I was the straightest girl they knew. So yeah, it's very difficult. I remember like my heart beating every time that stuff happened, um, my advice is just what I did I don't know if it's the most healthy thing but I just kind of like tried to change the topic or like brush past it yeah like, uh-huh ask a question what I found um just in my interaction with like life in general is just ask questions to get out of situations you don't want to talk about <laughs> you know that works really well
0: yeah nice okay awesome um all right so we are we're gonna wrap this up a little bit i want to ask personally a few of my questions um that i have personally so one thing i want to say is um and i i know that you probably answered you might have answered this question in the fla magazine interview but if you could give yourself advice if you can give yourself not your last yourself but yourself that was still hiding in the closet if you could like knowing everything that you know now say something to that version of you. What would you say?
1: Um, I think I would say that it's worth it to love yourself. You know, like it, it sounds like almost, I remember thinking it was very um, like selfish almost to like put my friends around, like put them in an awkward situation, like put my parents in awkward. Like I was just like, it's not worth the trouble, but it really is. <laughs> you know, like um, I have been just, I can't imagine my life without coming out. And that's why also a question in the Flaw magazine, like it's so important to be proud because we just had this moment in time where we weren't, you know? So I would say that it is worth it to love yourself, to be who you are and to be unapologetic about it. It's hard. It's really hard and it's not going to happen, but like in the right, while it's happening, right when you're in the closet. But time goes on. And we do have a lot of social norms and internalized homophobia that we need to work past. So I would say start the journey as soon as you can, because the long with time, time heals.
0: Yeah, time does heal. And you you realize it's not as big and scary as it seemed at the time before oh, you yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. And then um, the last question for everyone who is listening to this, watching this, whether it's live or watching it back what advice would you give to everyone watching this right now it could be about anything but one takeaway that you think people should if they listen to anything that you just said what's one thing you think is just super important one
1: thing i think is super important um i would say just be kind to not only others but yourself um try to interact with the world as peacefully as you can and be mindful of other people's emotions while not dismissing your own. Um, I think a lot in our society, we um, place a negative context on things that are feminine, such as like showing emotion, talking about feelings, and also the fact that that's feminine is stupid in itself. But like, I I think that we all need to Place more of an emphasis on that, and just be open in communication. Talk to people about how you're feeling. People can't read your minds. So I guess that was like ten things of advice in
0: one. <laughs> now you basically yeah, but you said you know, <laughs> let me talk <laughs> on like all the world issues. Let's get into politics. I'm ready. Be kind to people and communicate properly. That's basically what she said. There you go. That's pretty, the That's pretty Perfect. simple. That's pretty simple. Okay, well, thank you so much, um, Ifa. I'm sure I'm hope I'm hoping that we'd be able to have you as a guest again in the future. Would love to.
1: I feel like I'm on a red-haired Ellen right now. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> a red-haired Ellen. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, I appreciate the compliment. Hopefully, younger version. Oh,
1: for sure, for sure. With the poise, the interview With the swag. Yeah, literally. I'm like living
0: for it. I appreciate that, and yeah, we. I mean, we don't just do these for Pride months. You know what I mean? I try to continue this all year round. So we, yeah, we love to have you back all year round. Hit me up all year round. All right. Thank you so much. Um, we will catch you in the next one. Beautiful. All right.
1: Peace.
0: Bye. That was the end of the interview. I really hope you got some value and enjoyed listening to that. Please, please make sure you write a review and let us know what you think. And of course, make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss any of these epic interviews that I'm doing. Have a great day, fam. Catch you in the next episode. Peace.